Welcome to episode 180 of Fourth and John. This is the Super Bowl show live. Uh, we're, we're taking it back, man. We're having a moment uh, trying to reflect on uh, winning the Super Bowl, but it's it's Super Bowl Eve. Uh, we have some special guests, uh, some, some cast members from the documentary, the Eagles documentary. If you haven't seen it, it's amazing. Shirley and Barry, uh, they're high energy. Uh, they, they were picked for a reason. You'll, you'll know why very shortly. We'll, we'll be bringing them on. Uh, but overall, how are you guys feeling? I know, I, I know the, the news on the timeline has been this and that and drama and drama, but today's a day of reflecting, right? Uh, but yes, overall, sir. how are you guys feeling today, man? Feeling pretty fantastic. I mean, you know, even though we're not in the Super Bowl this year, just this time of year is always exciting, getting to be able to see the best football teams go up against each other. And tomorrow we've got a hell of a game ahead of us. I'm really excited for that one. Uh, but as far as reminiscing about the Eagles Super Bowl, what a time it was, man. That entire run, the from the regular season all the way through, the, the juice that this city felt and the energy that just came off every single week – we knew, we just knew that that was our year. It, it, in the, I knew it in the regular season that this was just our year. And uh, it's like every single time, uh, whether it be this movie, any clips that anybody throws up of their experience with the Super Bowl, gets me a little misty, I'm not going to lie. Because I, I, rem- I take myself back to when I was in those moments. I remember exactly where I was for every single one of them. And uh, it, it was just, it was the most fun week of my life. Yeah. Prime. Yeah. I'm excited as well, man. Just the fact that we were able to give ourselves a moment to be able to reflect uh, at this time of the year. Um, you know, at one point we were always tired of hearing about Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. But because of the fact that we ended up getting one, here we are able to talk about one, talk about that day. Um, I'm excited. Um, yeah, I'm not really all into the news about what's going on. You guys know where I stand with that. Um <laughs> But I'm, I'm 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 excited to see uh, some football tomorrow, and just like Evan said, uh, it's going to be a hell of a game tomorrow. Chris, yeah, I'm excited for tomorrow. I think it's going to be a great game. I mean, you can spin it with any storyline. It's either um, the goat still winning, or it's him passing the torch to Mahomes, uh, him going back to back. And you got to root for Andy Reid, especially when his family is going through what they're going through with his son, who's the linebackers coach. Uh, he was in the car accident. And uh, his grandson's also in the hospital. So prayers to Andy Reid yeah. and his family. Um, and it's just – it's a really great time um, to reflect on the things that we should appreciate. I mean, the timeline and the Eagles in general, the fans are going crazy with everything going on. So it's nice to really appreciate and uh, focus on the things that are important, uh, the memories that we made with our friends and family uh, a few years ago with the Super Bowl. And um, just be glad that – I know it's been a weird year with COVID – and everything, but here we are. We got to the Super Bowl. Um, players are healthy. Uh, hopefully, everyone's family members are healthy. And just glad to be here this morning. Tim. Yeah, I mean, it's Super Bowl weekend, so it's a lot of fun. I'm always excited for the big games. Uh, you know, this is going to be a hell of a game. We got Patrick Mahomes. We got Tom Brady. We also have, you know, tons of talent outside of that. Mike Evans, you know, maybe Antonio Brown. We got Tyreek Hill. Yeah. We have, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey. And then kind of going off of what uh, Chris said, I'm just happy that we're even having a Super Bowl because, you know, mm-hmm. this year was been crazy. We could have just not had one. So I think I, it's just great to have a game. Yeah, I hear that. I didn't think we were going to reach this point. And then now yeah, we've got same. a great game to watch. So, you know, it all works out. I mean, the Super the Super Bowl in general is just the gift that keeps on giving for me. Every year uh, I spend oh, yeah. it 
as my my birthday, I have a birthday Super Bowl party. That's always something that I've had ever since I was like, you know, a kid. Uh, and then for the Eagles to win a Super Bowl during my birthday, that was still amazing. Uh, but shout out to uh, people in the chat. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. Uh, but, you know, the, also the other gift that it keeps on giving is this movie maybe next year. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, um, get 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 geeked because i mean it's 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 a it's a great it's a great movie a uh, lot lot of energy i may or may have not cried during uh this movie did. Uh, I, I, I did i did cry uh, but uh we, got, we have we have our celebs in the green room they might not say that they're celebs but in our hearts they are they're icons uh but uh legends 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 that's right shout out legends. to Shirley. bringing the- people want to turn their backs on them. And I see why, but you just don't go that extra step. Cause once you turn your back, ain't no coming back. Cause one day we're going to win and don't come back and say that's your team. And don't come back and say, yeah, my team won something. Nah, 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 nah. Once you lead the Philadelphia Eagles, get out of here. I'm, 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 I'm. I've been there. It's going to be something that they're going to be talking about for an awfully long time. Fight, Eagles, fight. Score a touchdown, one, two, three. Hit them low, hit them high. And watch our Eagles fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. On the road to victory. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, Thanks for having us. It's great. Hi, to be thanks here. for having us. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, how has life been after winning your Super Bowl and after being, uh, you know, just real celebrities in the Eagles? <laughs> oh, uh, stop, stop. This is the limelight. <laughs> the no Kelly Green light. <laughs> no, no. It, know, it, go ahead, Shirley. You when, go, I first, when I first saw that clip, I just put my head down because I. They shot so much of us. I don't know what they had. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, oh, Lord. But I think the question was, what do you say about Eagle fans that's like bandwagons and they leave and come back? And I think <laughs> that's the result. No, you couldn't have said it any better. You couldn't have said it any better. I mean, you you were saying something that it's something we all relate to. We've all seen these people in our lives, the people yeah. that they're they're willing to give up so easy on this team. Not everybody in Philadelphia is yeah. full of a bunch of really good fans, but yeah. not everybody is that way. Not everybody just lives right. and dies by the Eagles. So right. when someone's just wishy-washy like that, we don't got time for you. <laughs> oh, nope. And I was getting ready. Listen, I was ready for work and everything. I'm like, why y'all get me so riled up so first thing in the morning? Like, come on, I got calm. I got driving the car, calm myself down. Be like, oh my. God. Yeah, I, I can't stand pretend fans. Uh, they don't get in here in my locker room. Uh, I won't have it. Uh, and I, I can sort them out. I, I know from five minutes talking with them, I know if they're if they're real Eagles fans or if they're phonies. That's right, and, Barry. Uh, Let them know. Oh, yeah. You can sniff them out. And the door swings both ways, and, and I just tell them, thanks for coming. Get out. Don't come back. That's all. No, that's, but, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, have, seriously, I have the greatest friends that come here. You guys all have to come here for a game sometime. Absolutely. And, oh, yeah. I want Absolutely. you to meet your family. 
I want you to meet my family and all my friends. There's no place. Now, you can mention Chicky and Pete's and, and PJ Willihans and all those other ones. There's no place for an Eagles game, for an Eagles fan, I should say, to watch a Philadelphia Eagles game. No place like the Hatchets locker room. This place is just off the charts. And I'm so blessed. I thank God every day and every night that for to have the family, a wife like I have, <laughs> that goes along with my wife job <laughs> ideas. And for, for my friends, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. So I just, real quick, I just want to touch upon, Barry, you've been an inspiration to me. Watching the video, watching how you made that clip talking about uh, the field of dreams. If you build it, they yeah. will come. Listen, this past, this past year, I ended up getting a bigger house for my family. And the first thing that I wanted to work on was a man cave. And watching that that place behind you right now was such an inspiration. Oh, I mean, I'm nowhere, you. I'm nowhere near to what you have. But well, you the little, get there. But if, well, exactly, you know what I mean. I will let it build, mm. but but where I'm at right now was just like a um, a big a big stepping point for me. You know what I mean? Where I finally got it. I invite my friends over to watch the game, enjoy the Eagles. Now, even though this past year was horrible, well, but yeah. you know it was just still the fact that I was able to accomplish that. Yeah. And, you know, watching the video, you're just a great inspiration. And trust me, I'm I'm at the same point with my wife, like just getting her to be on the same page. And I'm blessed. I'm blessed yeah. that she's she's by my side. You know, it, 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 it was a little bit, you know, trying to get her to the point. But, hey, I'm there with her now. And, you know, I mean, she's got my back all the way through. So I I'm, I, I thank you so much for for what wow. you have, you know, what I mean, pushed on to yeah. someone like thank, myself. Thank you for the kind words. That's very nice. Wow. Of you. And, and Barry, you you, compl- you compared uh, the hatchet to uh, like the PJ Wellahans and the chicken pizza. Well, it's nothing like that. Those, those are, you know, like cookie cutter franchises. You know what you're Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold got- up. Pete is a very good friend of mine, so I wasn't trying to throw any hate towards their way. I'm simply saying there's a difference between a franchise and a unique experience like Barry's offering there at the hat. Thank you very much. Just in case Pete get a chance to watch it. I love your fries, man. I love your fries. No, no crab fries for Evan. He's banned forever for life. No, but uh, Prime, Prime, and Barry, you, 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 you know, you were talking about your your wives and the ladies of Eagles Nation. I, I, I mean, one one thing that stuck out to me, uh, Shirley, when I was watching the movie, was that moment where you were teaching the yes. other women, uh, yes, about about the game. It's, I missed that. Yeah, and, and, and it's not. It's like it's, it's. It might be something like you know, some someone might see that and look that over. But for me, it's like you're taking an opportunity out of your day in life exactly. to teach these other women about the game that you love and that passion that you exude. It's, it's touching because, you know, I'm, I'm a geek like that. I'm a nerd like that about my yeah. Eagles. I yeah. see someone else like that yeah. trying to give yeah. back and, and be yeah. a part of the community. That's great, right. man. So as, as matter, you. thank you. As a matter of fact, uh, what was happening at, so at our church, beloved St. John um, evangelist, um, 4541 North Broad Street, um, so the men's ministry will always have a football uh, Super Bowl. And I'm like, women, we love football, too. So one year, one year, uh, Minister Coleman, he said, you know what, Shirley, we're having a, um, a football uh, weekend, the whole weekend dedicated to, you know. So he said, how about you teach, you know, you always talk about teaching. You want to teach the women football. Why not do it here? Why not just do it here? So we started out 
I start actually started out with men and women. So I'm in the classroom, had about like 30 people in there. Now, mind you, I have to go real mild to like baby, like, what is a yard? What is the first thing? <laughs> then I hear the guys yeah. in the back, oh man, come on, don't you? And I turn around, I'm like, hold up, wait a minute. No, 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 this is called do's and don't football one-on-one for the ladies with secrets. <laughs> we have secrets, ladies. For any ladies that's watching, trust me, it's a benefit to allow your men to watch football on Sunday, Saturdays, Thursdays, or whatever day football come on. So to make along the fast forward, after it was over, the woman said, the women came to me and they said, you know what? We love it. We really want to learn. They was afraid to ask questions. They said, but can we do it without the men? I said, I saw that. I felt it, and yes. Yeah, so ever since then, and I apologize, man. I'm, I do no, not discriminate, no, no. but the women <laughs> was—they was afraid to ask questions because they didn't want to be like, "Oh, that's stupid," or "That's dumb." Yeah. No. 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 Listen. Right. No need to apologize because I mean, you touched on some serious points. You don't want to bother us and start asking questions during the game. So yes. you took the time and started schooling them, and then let me point out something too that had me on the floor. You are so right. That if my lady was to walk by <laughs> with no clothes on, I'm going to tell her, get out the way. <laughs> You're messing with my game. You know what I, mean? I was on the floor. When you it's true. That. I was on the floor. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to even lie. that I had that situation happen. And, uh, <laughs> that and, was I, true. And, 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 I, and I was like... Uh, I, I don't know if you really understand how much of an Eagle fan I am. While I appreciate halftime, baby. Game's going to start maybe after the game if they win. If they win. If they win. If they win. I'm going to be in the mood if this goes south. Uh, I'm with Prime. Halftime exists. Yeah. So, but you know what? I, I had something real planned last year. I was going to reach out to the Eagles and, you know, try to um, see if I can get one of those uh, rooms, one of the theater rooms and have the ladies come and have a, a you know, bigger exp um, explosion for them. And so they can go to the um, the, um, the pro shop and it's going to do the whole the whole big thing. And then, you know, of course, of course, COVID. So although I know I can still do it because they've been like asking, Shirley, when, 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 when? I'm like, ladies, we just want to have to wait because I, I know I can do it like virtually but this is this is why i'm telling them to wait although i would give you a private code a passcode who will be in your household <laughs> because at the end of the day i have secrets to give out to the women only yeah. men are not allowed so if y'all she, keep, she keeps on dropping that i'm, she I'm keeps really on, yeah. my interest right now you're, Listen, right. you're right i'm, I'm trying the to secrets have come up more than once <laughs> one okay. secret but one secret i gave out was the woman you know being naked walking across <laughs> you know what i mean i need yeah. to let them i need to let everybody know but there are other perks to allow y'all to watch okay we, a married couple one of the ladies she cried she said shirley thank you for explaining certain things to me. I thought my husband during football season didn't love me. <laughs> so I literally, you know, you know, was upset with him, angry with him. She said, now I understand from what you've been explaining to us. It's not about, you know, oh, I'm not married. You know, when football, I'm married to football. No, that's their time. That three to four hours, that's their time. So if they miss anything, because you want to ask them a question, you want to mess up for yourself. I'm trying to tell you, we have the privilege 
we hold all the cards, all the keys when it's football time. It's football time. So they asked me, and I'm going to stop talking. They said, well, when is it over? Football is never over. I took them to the no. draft. I took them no. to the uh, uh, co- combines. I took them to uh, preseason training camp. They said, oh, my God. I said, this is what I'm trying to tell y'all. Y'all have the privilege. Y'all have the keys. That's why I'm trying to let y'all know all year long. Just pick your date. I said, show them the dates of the calendar. So on this date, what what do you want to do on this date? Well, we normally would do this, but since it's football, we don't do this. I said, okay, so let them know during this time, during this date. I can't tell y'all without dropping with them. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Then they said, oh, okay. So now they have the calendar of the whole year so they can plan around So Shirley, when like when you were explaining this to these women, they were trying to learn football. Did you st- see the evolution of them becoming bigger fans? Did you see? Oh my that? gosh! So yes. could you just explain that and like when like you started at the baseline, they didn't know much about the game, right. and then once they understood it more, right. did you see them become bigger fans through that? Right. So they came not even bigger fans. They understand they can watch it on TV now. They understand they can watch it on TV now. They understand how many t- um, when they need to get a first down. They understand um, how many points you know, and when you um, score a touchdown versus yeah. you kicking a field goal. They didn't know none of that, you know. Then I and I, you know, was showing them how to read the little box on the TV when they put up the stats, the score, mm-hmm. you know, um, how many um, timeouts they have left, all the, all the little things that, you know, anybody paying attention to. But I'm like, these are the things that y'all need to watch out for because mm-hmm. when it goes to a commercial break, I said, and, you know, they called a timeout because let's say somebody hurt on the field and you want to ask a question. They if, if, if they man is down, you know what I mean, and you ask them a question, they trying to see if this person is hurt. It could be the quarterback. It could be a linebacker, running back, tight end, whoever. I said, and you asking them a question. They need to find out, is they man going to be back in this game? Is they good enough to still play? So when the commercial time come up, don't ask no questions. <laughs> Trust me, not during that time. So I'm telling them different times when not to ask questions. So as football went on, they would come to me and say, oh, my God, I'm able to watch football with my husband. And he now he explaining stuff to me. And now, you know, we could get closer through that. I'm like, yeah. So you know nice. I'm excited. So yeah, they like love that. it now. Hey, all we, ages, all hey, ages. We gotta all get ages. we gotta get a book written real quick. You know, I mean that's that sounds like a moneymaker to me. I buy it for my lady, she yeah, probably learned yeah. from Kelly's uh, trying to get in on the secrets. He's, he's going to read the book. No. <laughs> we, we, no. could do, we could use these secrets when like our, our women watch The bachelor, Bachelorette. Because I'm sure, Barry, do you walk across the screen naked when your, your <laughs> wife is watching The Bachelorette? Many, many times. <laughs> I've, done, I've done that numerous times. I walked down to the supermarket naked until the cops oh. came and got me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I've been known to do those things <laughs> now, now Barry well, you, when you look like Brad Pitt you know like you Barry the women, I have to fight them all get away with it. Them. Yeah. <laughs> now Barry what now going back going back to the movie what was one of your favorite moments I, I, I thinking about one of the moments where you were saying that if you you had passed away like you'd want to be watching Eagles football I, I, like that absolutely. really the truth, absolutely the truth. I would. There's no if if I when I have to go. I everybody has to go sometime. I'm I'm I pray that I'm here in my locker room watching an Eagles game with my family and my friends, and that's it. I'll tell you after that that after that Super Bowl, 
I had my car. The next morning, I had my cardiologist call here on the phone, want to know if I was okay. My family doctor called. Dr. Dorsheimer, who was the Eagles team doctor out in Minneapolis, they were still there. He called me after the game to see how I was because I've been a good friend of his. He comes here once a year. Now he's with the Flyers. He's a team doctor with the Flyers. Wow. But I'll tell you, I, I had the next day I had over 200 messages. I guess you call them messages on that uh, thing where you get on the computer. Yeah. <laughs> people, from, from people, I mean, I'm, I'm old school. I play eight track tapes yet. But these over 200 of them from nice, such nice people that I, some of them I didn't even know, but they knew who I was. They were so happy for me. I mean, I'm just a, a nut job fan, but they, they acted like I was playing in the game or something. It, it's just a wonderful feeling. And I, I think I've said this before on, on your uh, on your show the last time I was on. When you make friends with an Eagles fan, and I don't care what part of the country, but when you make fans with an Eagles fan, you have a friend for life. Mm-hmm. And, and and I mean that it's it's such a close group. And I said this on the Jimmy Kimmel show when we were, we were I was featured on there the one night and we were playing the Giants that night. Now, of course, he was up in New York at uh, doing this thing. And 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 I said right on nationwide, the very best fans, bar none of all sports are Philadelphia Eagles fans. I don't care where you go. And I stick by that by that statement. We get a we get a bad rap. A lot of times we get a bad rap from folks. But it's just because we're so gosh darn passionate about our team. I, I mean, I live, eat, sleep, drink Philadelphia Eagles football 365 days a year, 24-7. You could call me at 4 in the morning. I'm ready to talk football with you. As long as it's not a Cowboys fan. If it's a stinking Cowboys fan, I can't stand them. I, I, don't get me started on that. I love it. And, and Barry, it. You, you touched on something, too, where you talked about, you know, once you find an Eagles fan friend, you've got one for life. And that just made me think about how, like, I feel like Eagles fans more than anybody else. I know about myself. I guarantee you and everybody else in this party, like whenever I travel and I'm in airports, whatever, I'm always wearing Eagles gear because I'm yeah, always looking for that yeah. interaction where Every like I'm, I'm out in like Arizona or California mm-hmm. and like someone is, oh, go birds. And you, you, you yeah. instantly have that connection. That's and it. so that's what I think is so cool about our fan base is no matter where you are in the country, oh. if you're if you're repping the Eagles green and the, the other person is too, like instantly you hit it off like that. Absolutely. And, and don't, don't be a, like a Cowboys fan. As soon as you have a bad season, you you, you can't find any uh, Cowboys fans. Yes. You don't see, yes. you don't see any stars walking around yep. in their hats. So they're, yes. they're just they go into over. hiding. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. They go under the rocks like all the cockroaches do. You can't find <laughs> any of them. I'm an Eagles fan. We stank this past year. I'm the first one to admit it. It yep. was a lousy year. It was bad. Started off bad with this darn this. COVID. Yeah, yeah. Yep. the darn COVID stuff. Training camp was messed up. You didn't have any training camp. Injuries upon injuries upon injuries. We stank. It was a horrible year. But the day after the last game, I'm, I was repping. I had my Eagles Zubas pants on, my Eagles shirt, my Eagles hat, and I paraded around town. And people said, Hatchet, way to go. You love your birds. Yeah, go birds all the time. My I, Something I learned from my, my late dad. Now, he's the one that got me hooked on being a Philadelphia Eagles fan. In fact... Here's something that I don't know if they showed this in the when we were doing a tease for the movie, but here's a, a, a solid sterling silver. I guess you can't see it that good. Oh, I got you. Okay, it has his name on. Now his stage name. He was in show business. Was Shorty Long. 
And this was given, my dad played piano for, uh, on a lot of the early Elvis Presley songs, Don't Be Cruel, Hound Dog, oh, a bunch of them. That's my dad playing wow. piano. And when my dad, uh, when Elvis Presley went, for, left New York to go to Nashville to do his, and Memphis to do his recordings, this is a solid silver, solid silver cigarette lighter with my dad's name engraved on that Elvis gave to my dad. Nice. Wow. And I, every game, wow. every game, I have this in my pocket. And I always put my hand in there, rub it, and say a little prayer to my dad. And on Super Bowl Sunday, oh, my word, I, I think I had this in my hand almost the whole game. And especially that at the end of the game when, when that ball, when Tom Brady threw that uh, that Hail Mary and, and you hear him all Reese, oh, the ball is tipped up in the air. <laughs> and everybody, oh, everybody, yeah. all of Eagles Nation, stop. It's in the movie. It's, it's just like the world stood still. And then all of a sudden, when that ball bounced on the turf in Marley, and the Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. I just got chills, man. Yeah, I just got right? chills. You know what, Barry? That'll live you know in my, my heart forever. Mr. Barry, I'm glad you brought that up. Fellas, I don't know about you all. I think we were robbed of a chair because when that ball did drop, how many seconds did it go by oh. when the sidelines didn't know, the guys didn't know, we <laughs> all waiting? Yeah. Okay, I think we was waiting for a flag or something. Right. So I think we got robbed. <laughs> Those few seconds did like when the ball fall, we 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 did nobody did y'all see? <laughs> no, we were all like I stood still like yeah. the, the, the world stopped. The world and then yeah. and then Collinsworth couldn't sound more disappointed when he realized the truth. <laughs> oh my god, uh, the game is over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We was rock, we was robbed. And, and and I never every time I look at that, when I get to the end, and I get so frustrated, I'm like, that's messed up. When everybody else won a Super Bowl, you know right then and there that they won. Yeah, we yep. had to wait for a flag or wait to make sure <laughs> that it was really our game that we won. Then once we realized we won, then you know we got excited. But just those few seconds, I always wondered that everybody, anybody else, feel that way. I did, oh, yeah. and I and I also it, it was almost as if when that ball was up in the air, it was never going to come down. And I'm also <laughs> thinking that like if he catches this ball. We're never winning the Super Bowl. We're never winning the Super Bowl. That was my thought process. But thankfully, it went the way that it did. I was on the phone with my father that night. And as soon as the ball hit the ground, instantly lost connection. I think, like, just the city, like, <laughs> the, all of the cellular towers, everything went out. And it was just chaos from that The NSA moment. shut it down. They were like, we yeah. got to shut this down. Yeah. City I was, was about to burn down. I was at a I was at a Super Bowl party in Newport, Kentucky. So I was really the only like diehard Eagles fan there. So I remember everybody was kind of being like, "Oh, the game's over. The game's over." And I'm like, "No, no, no not yet. They still have a play." And then the play was over, and they were like, "It's over." And I was like, "Ah, oh, hold on a second. <laughs> Let's be. It can be a flag. Sure. I've never been here before. Just let me be right? sure." I was like, "Hold on a second, guys." Yeah. It was I funny because after after the, we won the Super Bowl and we, we we hit Broad Street. Uh, we lost Evan. Like I didn't see Evan for like four hours later. He had like, he had like a gash on his eye, bleeding. And I'm like, "What happened to you? Where did you go?" He's like, "I don't know, but the Eagles won." So, so what happened was, uh, we we ended up we, we uh, were at a bar, and we ended up getting like rented out the whole bar, Fourth and John, and they were kind enough to be able to let us keep some thirty packs in the fridge for after the game. 
And so I, well, there, there's so many great memories from that Super Bowl, <laughs> but I remember specifically right after we won the game running out and I had a jawstring full of like 30 be uh, beers in my backpack and then the seam broke and all the beers fall out the bottom. Uh, and uh, me, me and Aaron, this uh, woman who's friend of the show, are standing on the side and we're just throwing beer, passing beers to people that are passing by. We're like, we won the effing Super Bowl. We're just, we didn't want to waste any of them. And then right after that happens, someone comes out with a ladder, hits me right in the face, uh, busts my eye wide open. Ow. And then, uh, yeah, Aaron wrapped a scarf around my head. And then I, I guess I was a little dazed and drunk. I got, I got separated from the pack. I ended up on top of a police barrier with my uh, old physics teacher in high school. And I was drinking <laughs> a beer with him. It's the craziest thing ever. Yeah. I, I, all all I hear is, I'm, 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 I'm down on the street. All I hear is, Evan, Evan. <laughs> I'm like, yo, Mr. Thompson, what's up? <laughs> I was like, you gave me detention like a couple of years ago. You want to talk about it? Now's not the time. Now's not the time. Get up on there, have a beer with him. It was, it was a crazy night. Yeah, it was, oh, it was awesome. I remember my, my two grandsons. I have two grandsons, and they're my co-commissioners here at the locker room, Griffin and uh, Nick Clee. And they were up on stage with me the last, like, the last six, seven minutes of that game. And when uh, the ball went up in the air, and we didn't know, we didn't know if it was going to be another Tom Brady miracle or what. Yeah. And when we finally won, I they hugged me, and I hugged them. They're the world to me. My family's the mm. world to me. I said to them, I said, boys, you don't know how lucky you are. You're both so young. They were both under twenty at that time. I said, you're wow. both so young, mm. and you get to experience a Super Bowl victory. I've been waiting since 1950. Well, since 1960, they were world champions. I was waiting for, since 1960 to get another world champion and, and to get a Super Bowl. And, and it's true. You never know when you're going to get back. You, you can yeah. have a great year like that. Yeah. And look, the next year, the wheels fall off. So, and, yeah. and that kind of, yeah, we that, saw that, that happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that kind of makes yeah. me think of the, the title of the, the, the movie, Maybe Next Year. Maybe Next Year. You keep yeah. on saying, you had, hey, maybe next year. Every and we, we we ended up we ended up winning it, and uh, I mean that 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 ride was amazing. Yeah, uh, I, I I almost forgot to even play the trailer uh, to this wonderful movie, uh, but uh, I'm gonna bring it up right quick. Um, get fired! I, I still get chills watching yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. here we go: a three, a two, one. perception of the Philadelphia sports fan is that they are lunatics. Animalistic freaks that have a jail inside their stadium. Philadelphia is a blue-collar city. It's a union city. It's a rough-and-tumble city. The only thing they've cared about since 1776 is the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles Nation, baby! Being raised up in North Philly, you gotta be hard. Whatever we do, we have to work at it ten times hard. Ladies and gentlemen, the soul of the Eagle fan base, Eagle Charlotte. I love my team. I ride and die for them. But they got the one to do the same thing for us. They got the one to do the same thing for the fans. I feel your frustration. 60 years in a slump. Carson Wentz threw two touchdowns. The Eagles beat Washington. Oh! They don't win the game. Absolutely. Right the mother f***ing ball. Stink run it. He's going to run. Wentz is out for the season with a torn ACL. Eagles Super Bowl dreams ride on their backup quarterback. 
Nick Foles is now taking the lead. They lose one player, and now all of a sudden, they lay down and die. I believe in my team. This will happen soon. Every year, I believe. In this town is the Holy Grail. If I would have to go, I would want it to be during a game. Did you ever doubt Rocky? Ready! We're the city of underdogs. Buckle up. This next 30 minutes is going to be something. You want to doubt with your team all the way or no way? You gotta be an Eagles fan for life. Period. And you guys want to stand up and take a bow or something? I, I, feel like I, I want to stand up again. I am. I am standing up. Uh, well, uh, I, I cannot you. wait to watch that as soon as we're done here. I, 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 I got, watch it again. Like oh I got the God. feels. I got the feels now. Just watching yeah. that trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, awesome. now, now, shout out to Amy. Uh, Amy Cicero. Uh, she sent a, a a box. So we're doing a little uh, unboxing real quick. Uh, and uh, I got a little contest. Whoever follows, we'll be putting out on the Fourth and John Twitter account. We're going to be giving away some 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 uh, some gifts here. Uh, everyone likes stuffing, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we have uh, a maybe next year hat. Yes, nice. Uh, we have nice. A, a maybe next year T-shirt here. Yeah, oh, nice. pretty much sweet. Pretty cool. I might I might be keeping this one for myself, guys. Uh, but uh, uh, this right here, we have we have two uh, we have two maybe next year DVDs here, which we will be giving away. All you have to do is follow the movie maybe next year on on Twitter and Fourth and John. Um, we have a maybe next year mug. Yeah. And we got people that are that just watched the trailer and they're asking where they can see that. It's on it's available on Amazon. So yeah. you want to go check that out? That's that's the place to be. So I mean these are great collectors' items. I mean, like I'm I'm weird like that. I have I have the Super Bowl movie. Um mm-hmm. you know, the, the one that Eagles put out. Yep. But I, I haven't yeah. opened it yet. Because I'm just like I just want to stare at it. Like, yeah, that, that I, makes two I, of us. I still can't even believe it happens. So I'm just like I just look at the I just look at the DVD. I'm like, yeah, wonderful. Yeah, I I have that, but right now I I have the actual game from the whole day recorded from my DVR, <laughs> and I um rec- I download. I mean, I recorded it on a DVD player on a DVD. So you know when I'm finished with the DVR recording, you know, I will have my, because I needed to see the commercials. I needed to see, you know, them talking trash, you know, Mr. Collins talking Chris, trash. Chris Collinsworth. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like almost gave me a stroke that game. Yeah, yeah. the whole He hates time. the Eagles. He hates you know? them. He does. He does. You know, he does. We hate he him. really does. We hate yeah, him. we do. Yeah. The hate is a strong word. Ways. So, you know, we, we cannot stand him. I, yeah. I would say that. Can't stand yeah. him. I don't like how he talked to, to talk down when he when it first came on. He said, uh, "Well, you know, everybody know who Brady is, but Foles. Let's go. Let's go back to 2013 when Foles had this magical year, dude. Just the fact that you put him down like that, you yeah. know what I mean? He was gonna rise up. Yeah. He was so calm, cool, yeah. and, and collected. And on yeah. that, how about on that questionable when uh, when Zach? It was a it was a catch. No question about it. He, he, was, Zach try, he was trying hard." 
and 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 Chris Collins were well when they when they review this, that's not yeah. a catch. He kept well, saying, I don't know if that's yeah. a catch, guys. He, he, he was, was trying was to speak hard. it into existence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No no one one make it so. But, yeah, uh, exactly. And so then you only we took up, you only took five steps, guys. I don't know if that's enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then exactly. we was up. Well, you know, Brady, Brady, you know he how he do these magical comebacks. So it ain't over, folks. I'm like, shut up! Oh uh-huh. my goodness! Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, he, I got to ask willing. you guys. He was willing it for them to to for uh, oh, Tommy yeah. Boy to to win. You you saw that in the movie with the golf when I'm out in my golf cart and I'm going around the, the field like a nut. Ah, we're coming for you, Tom Brady, pretty boy. <laughs> My neighbors actually called the police. They thought there was something wrong here. Honestly, they called the extra. They don't know who they live police. next to by now. They, they thought I was some insane guy from an asylum escaped or something. I don't understand. Don't know by now. So I, so I got to ask you guys because I mean, obviously, one of the big pivotal parts of that season of the movie was the Carson Wentz injury when he went down. Like, how much was your guys? Like, how did your confidence shift when that happened? I mean, I, I obviously we're all going to back the Eagles no matter who the quarterback is. But, like, ha- what did your expectations, how did they change after that happened? Go ahead, Shirley. You go. Uh, thank you, Mr. Barry. So, 94 WIP, they gave a, a trip. So, I actually went on the trip, and I was actually at that game. Mm. I saw it happen. Mm. I saw the hit, and my stomach just cringed. But for me, in my faith in the Lord, I'm like, oh my gosh! I'm like, Lord, I'm praying that he, you know, he all right. He can get up, bounce back yeah. up, and you know, still kind of continue to play. But when he didn't come back out, and Foles came out, so in the the Coliseum, everybody was like, oh no, oh my gosh, that's the end. And I'm looking around like, what in the world y'all talking? I'm like, oh gosh, oh oh, that's it. And I'm like. That 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 really like made me look like well we had all our hope in one man. Yeah. No, this is a team. Yeah. This is a team. At the end of the day, we did not get this far. And I and I said something to one person. I'm like, yo, don't the way that man looked at me, I was like, shut up, surely this man been drinking. (laughs) (laughs) So we forget that I'm an Eagle fan right about now, and just you know, so for me. My hope was still in the team, but to hear the fans just was so sad that Carson yeah. was down and that's it. And we know the football guys don't love us now, and we're not gonna <clears throat> never win nothing. All oh, that's it for us. That's it. I'm like, oh my gosh, my heart was hurting. So yeah. I said, you know what? I'm gonna be the one that's gonna encourage. I'm gonna be the one. I don't care if somebody get mad at me. So we walking back to the bus. I'm like, we eagle fans. One man go down, another man come up. We want to pray for Wentz. That's what we're going to do. But we're not going to give up. Foles can do it. Then, then, then a few people are like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, come on, y'all. Come on. I need I need y'all. I need y'all to be with me. Come on, y'all. This is us. We're Eagle fans. We're here in California. Come on now. Come on. Come on. So then they was like, yeah, we're Eagle fans. So, yeah, yeah, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. So I don't know how long that lasted, but it lasted long enough to get to the bus. So. Nice. <laughs> so, so real, real quick. Uh, Mr. Barry and Miss Shirley, um, my brother is a Cowboys fan. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, 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 I was waiting gonna, for that shoe to drop. We're, we're gonna, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're gonna cut it. We're gonna, we're gonna cut. That, we're gonna cut it right there. But no, we are. There was, there was two people that were by me that when that happened, and the minute it happened, um, I told my brother and my my best friend that was there, we're gonna be all right because Nick Foles knows this system. Yeah. We're gonna be fine. 
the only part that I got into an argument with them being Cowboys fans and a couple other people during that week was how they came and clowned Carson Wentz when he got hurt. That was yeah. my only dispute right. with them. I don't no, wish no, no class. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't wish yeah. no hurt on anybody. Anyone, like yeah. this past year when Dak got hurt, I right. yeah, I fell right. for the man like that. Yeah. That hurt. Exactly. But that was the exactly. only back and forth that I had with my brother and my best friend that day. But yeah. let me tell you, the confidence, when you're going back to the confidence level on where we were at, I was so confident that Nick Foles was going to be fine because he knew our system. Now, he didn't make me look good the next game when we played the Cowboys and we got shot out. Don't get me wrong, but I was still, my confidence level was this high that year because it wasn't just a one-man team. Yeah. It was the team in general, the chemistry we had That's going right going further into the season and further into the playoffs and then take, going over the top. That was my concern. As long as the team stayed together, we were good, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. I told everybody when that happened, when Carson went down, this uh, the locker room was jam-packed, and you could hear a pin drop. I mean, every, it's like the, the, the wind went out of everyone's sails. Mm -hmm. I hit the mute button on the, I didn't want to listen to that stinking Colin, uh, Collinsworth. I hit the mute button and I said, listen, everybody listen to the hatchet here. Now I'm an old guy and I have some experience here with this. We didn't come this far all this year. We had such a phenomenal year to get home field advantage. Yeah. We didn't come that far to pack it in, to mm -hmm. give up. We, we were going to get it done with Nick Foles, and I had confidence that Nick Foles was going to do it. In fact, when, when that brain-dead Chip Kelly shipped Nick Foles out of here, I could have went down there to Philly and choked him. I was very, very upset with that. All Nick Foles did was have a year with 27 touchdowns and, and what, two interceptions? Two and he trades them for a bag of chips? Come mm. on. So, ooh. But anyway, I told my friends here, I said, listen to me. You listen to the old hatchet. At the end of the day, the Eagles are going to be all right when Nick Foles and they're going to, they're, he's going to get us to the promised land. And when it came to be, oh my word, it, it, just the best feeling in the world. Just, yeah. it, just the best year. It, yes, it, it's sir. just awesome. Yes, sir. Yeah, Barry and Shirley, uh, first off, thank you guys for being shining representations of being true diehard fans. I mean, you guys just having the faith in Nick Foles and the team in general, it just shows, like, the difference between the people who jumped on the bandwagon after yeah. the Super Bowl run right. and the people right. um, before. I mean, like, prime story, uh, my friends and family, they always thought I was crazy because in April uh, 2016, no, 2017, I was telling them, I said, I don't know why. I think that we're going to win the Super Bowl. And I just kept on telling people that. And yeah. the funny story that I have from it is this jersey here. It's a misprinted Carson Wentz jersey that came out in 2017. And wow. it says Super Bowl MVP on it. It's a wow. misprinted jersey. Wow. And no one wanted it. None of my friends wanted it. And they're like, it's jinxed. Like, something's going to happen. No one wear the jersey. No one buy the jersey. Oh. And I'm like, I'm getting the jersey because I said Carson Wentz is going to win MVP and we're going to go to the Super Bowl. So, of course, he, he, has a, he has a great year. And then the Rams games happen. Everyone's like, you suck. You jinxed the team. Like, like you, it's all your fault. You shouldn't have wore that jersey. And I'm just like, I'm like, no. I said, what better story, like what more Philadelphia storyline would it be that Nick Foles comes back after almost retiring yeah. and then wins the Super Bowl, and you have to go through the same teams 
that you went through to get to New England the first time. You got to go through Atlanta. You got to go through Minnesota. And then you have to go to Minnesota and, and beat New England. I mean, it, it couldn't have happened any other yeah, way. It had to it be perfect. as, stress, as stressful. Uh, you had to have as much faith as possible, but it was worth it. I mean, it was it was all worth it was worth everything. I mean, you had people, family that was with you, family that didn't, that didn't make it to that day, but yeah. like you knew they were with you. The energy in the yeah, room was contagious, yeah. unbelievable. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Can I just say that I I want to thank Shirley and Barry first off for this kicks me off again here. Sorry about that, but literally, you guys are amazing. It was fun to have you on, uh, but to hear just the words you're saying right now. Like Barry, um, just talking about, you know, trying to provide hope for people. I was there with my family trying to tell them, look, we don't give up. Nick Foles is the perfect right. backup. Right. Really, I was fighting for my life at the time, so it was a little different. I was trying to ride with perseverance no matter what in life. So mm -hmm. uh, to ride up, like literally rise up with the fourth and John crew, with everybody just, let's get this feeling right. You know, uh, that yeah. feeling yeah. Um, to finally get it done was something amazing. And when you talk about your father, that was something yeah. that hit home with me. I had his picture sitting right there with me. Um, yeah. I knew that was something as a boy. He got to see a championship in 60, but, uh, you know, he never got to see a Super Bowl while I was here. And yeah. that to yeah. me, oh, my God, being with my family, uh, just sharing that That's love. Every, that was it's every, everything. everything. So it's great everything. movie, guys, to showing people that we are real fans. And, you know, they don't like us because we're so damn passionate. I That's love right. You. That's right. Thank you. I thank you for the nice words. And before we leave, I don't know how much time we have, but I would like to thank record to the end of time, you know. Okay. <laughs> I want to thank I I've received so many wonderful messages uh and phone calls from so many nice folks uh since the movie came out and and I just want to thank everybody. I I I tried to thank everybody that I could with uh well, again, I'm no whiz with the computer. I'm old school. But uh if any of you are watching this and, and you sent me a message of, of nice words, I just want to thank everybody. It makes an old man feel really good. Hey. Well, and thank, I thank, thank, thank you, you guys for having me. a hell of a movie. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah, I, I just want to say that, like, um, man, th that, that entire year, uh, the, the way that you guys, that movie, and you guys were able to capture how everyone was feeling. Shirley, I really wish that you were there the day for me, the day after that Rams game, because I didn't have that same type of confidence. It, like that, that day afterwards, it was like Black Monday. I remember driving to, I, I was in school at the time. I remember I, I went, I drove the entire way like uh, 45 minutes with no radio on or anything. I didn't want to listen to music. I didn't want to listen to sports radio because I knew exactly what they were going to be talking about and it was just going to make mm -hmm. me upset. And that's that's where I was at. And then once I – like, I think a lot of Eagles wow. fans, they had this feeling when the Super Bowl run was actually happening in the playoffs. It's like, man, I just wish Carson – you know, like, oh, this, is, this is Carson's team. He's the guy that deserves to be there, blah, 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 blah. There was a lot of that talk going on. But yeah. I think that the way that it played out, with a backup quarterback coming in, it just it it was that much more valuable in the sense that the entire team, it proved the entire team is what was needed to yes. win that Super Bowl, and that that's what it was. Everybody was firing on all cylinders that year. Right. Like the, the the depth chart was as deep as it's ever been in my in my life. So that, that it, was it, true, yeah. Philadelphia. That was yeah. Philadelphia, right there. It was. Yeah, it yeah was. when you say the definition of team, that that team was literally the definition of what a team looks like uh, yeah. you, you go you, i can go on on about different stories but just uh you know you had the perfect veterans to like 
hold that locker room together. You had Chris Long. I remember talking to some of the other players who were saying that Chris Long was like a glue guy who just made the team laugh, brought the team together. Guys were hanging out at each other's places, just being like just a full team. And just even even after uh, Carson went went down, I remember being in Santa Monica. I was down by the down by the beach after the day after just sitting in the sand, just looking off into the sun like, man, we lost Carson. But I was like, nah, man, this is a great team. Like I've watched this team long enough to know that I have never seen what we've seen on that run. And I was the, the, that, that next week. I was like, we're, we're still going. To, we're going to win the next, Super Bowl. Next man up. Next and people man are like, up. are you crazy? Think about like, that year, and think about that year. What happened here in Philadelphia? We hosted the NFL draft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on, to me, that set things up. The stars wow. are aligning. Yeah, that thing, yeah. that it was so beautiful. They talked about it for I don't know how long. The way the city held that together with the Philadelphia Eagles, and then I got I got picked to go in the back the the um the pick a number you know um for this um my number was the draft um for the Saints, and I'm looking at the number and I'm I forgot the name of the guy who they had chose, and I'm looking at the number and the name, and I'm looking at the Eagles table, and I want to tell them who, who it was. So, <laughs> you can't do that. They got all the security people in there. But <laughs> and I wanted, like, I'm like looking at them like, can't y'all read my thoughts? Can't y'all read? <laughs> like, this is who they Some Morse code tapping your, no. tapping your head. Yeah. Oh, but they, they watching everything. But the fact that I was I got picked to go in the back to be part of that NFL draft experience here in Philadelphia, I'm like, this is so that whole year, think about magic, it. Magic, magic. The whole year for us, it mm-hmm. was just things that never had happened in Philadelphia before. Yeah. It was our time. It was our season. And it was just everything that came together. And sorry that Carson went down, but it was really, to me, about foes. Yeah. He shouldn't have, he shouldn't have been shipped off. He shouldn't have been sent off. He was supposed to be here. He was supposed to take yeah. us to the Super Bowl. He was supposed to be in those games. He was supposed to have his um um what you call it when you like nerves. His nerves came through that Dallas game and this show. And then the fact that they tried to get on him and who was that? Peters like like come on now, don't touch my quarterback. Don't touch my quarterback. Yeah. And at the end of the, at the end of the, that game, yeah, their heads was down or whatever, but it didn't stay down. And we moved on to the next game and to the next game and to the big game, baby. And then here we are today talking about maybe next year how they yeah. catch the whole damn thing. Wolf yeah. and John, Mr. Barry, everybody, listen. I'm excited <laughs> every time we talk about it. We can talk about Super Bowl. We can be part of the conversation because we have something that That's right. a lot of other teams still are trying to get to. Absolutely, you're right. Yeah. And that's yep. the thing you, you look at a situation that the Eagles are going through right now. And you, know, and you, you look at some of the younger uh, Eagle fans in the fan base who I'm like, look, man, you didn't have to wait as long as we did to get huh, exactly. a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. um, be, be, you know, uh, you know, be glad that you, 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 you got one early, uh, yeah, but exactly. you know, exactly. these hard years, the maybe next year years yeah. are, are part of being an Eagle fan. And, yeah. and it, this was, this is what, you build some calluses on your hands. That's like right. this is what you, you build your grit hey. as, a, as an Eagle fan. Um, yeah. That's what it's all about. You know, and you can then you can hold your trophy like prime. Uh, look at that shiny. There you shiny, go. There you go. I like that prime. I like that. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, or, you, or, or you can have the real ring. And I almost okay. cried. I almost cried. I was oh. crying. I was crying. I had to put the shades on because I was crying. Yeah. Uh, there, looking at the I ring. Got- 
I got I got the Lombardi trophy on my leg. There was one thing that I said, and it, it was it was one of those things that I, I had never had any particular tattoo ideas in, in my mind growing up or whatever. I was never a huge tattoo guy. But there was always one. There was always one thing I wanted because I had heard no Super Bowls so many times. I wanted to get that Lombardi trophy on my body. So whenever anyone had anything to say, I just point right at it. It's like <laughs> you, you, you can talk to my leg. <laughs> yeah. These young kids. These young kids today, they they just uh, Eagles fan, young Eagles fan. Mm-hmm. I, I go back to way way back. Eddie Kyatt as a coach, uh, and and on it, Chip Kelly, one of the worst. Uh, Richie Kotai, Rich uh, hey, uh, okay, uh, we we spilled our bucket out there, okay. <laughs> he, he, remember when when his charts got wet? Mm-hmm. From his, I guess it was from his sweat. <laughs> listen, I I think maybe next year. Maybe next year. Uh, it might be a little rough sledding. I don't know. It all depends what happens in this off season. Exactly where yeah. it's in a state of confusion right now. Yes, it is. Yeah. But, yes, yeah. it is. Just, yes, it is. Just bear with it. You, you'll you'll learn from this. What, what's that old saying? What doesn't what doesn't make what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That doesn't kill you. It's going to make you stronger. So yeah. stay and with we, it. We'll and be these all right. Are times that we we go through these times. Absolutely. And, and if we didn't have the Super Bowl, it would be hard. This year would oh, have yeah. been so much harder yeah. if we didn't right. have a Super Bowl behind exactly. us. But the yeah. simple fact that, like you said, a lot of the younger, a lot of the younger generation are starting to learn, and they starting yeah. to like, man, the Eagles ain't nothing. The Eagles, this, no, 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 no. Yeah. You can't say that because right. at the end of the day, this is what you have to go through. This right. is your time to go yeah. through. The so what day you signed up for. But if yep. you're a true <laughs> Eagle fan, if you believe green, you have to go through it green. and rise through it because when they rise up. That's then, right. then you can talk about that's my team. That's then right. you can say that's my team. So exactly. I know um I don't know if you're going to ask this question yet or not, but you talk about the maybe next year in the movie, um, which part like you know you like in the movie. And for me, I got so sick and tired of hearing all the commentators on you know the NFL Network channel, ESPN, you name it, talking about our Philadelphia Eagles and how we're the underdogs. We're the underdogs, but we got home field advantage. We're the underdogs. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. not going to win. We're the underdogs. We're not going. So when exactly. they asked me, I don't know what they asked me because I think I blanked out. But when I called into WIP and I was talking to Angelo, and I just remember saying, you know what? I'm tired of people talking about us. I'm tired. Like we have an opportunity to win too. We're a football NFL team, too. We can rise up, too. We can do this, too. So in that part of the movie, when it gets towards the, um, like, we can go to the Super Bowl, and I'm just saying this long thing, I tear up every time at that part because I still feel that way about my team. Mm-hmm. I know people still is down on us. We can be down on our team, but nobody else That's because right. we can do that. So exactly. that part, and maybe next year, I tear up every time. I think I'm standing at the copier or something. And my voice is a voiceover, and I'm saying, telling everybody to something, something, something. I'm like, you, you believe it or something, period, or whatever. That part right there chokes me up every single time because we're never going to get our due respect, but it's up to us to hold up our Philadelphia Eagles when they down. It's up to us to keep them lifted up when they down. We get on them. Trust me. I know I talk enough trash to Mr. Lori, Jeffy, um, um, Howie, Howie Roseman. Roseman. Howie. I talk so much trash, and I say I 
fire this and fire that. But at the end of the day, I don't want to hear nobody else saying it to me. I don't want to hear nobody else saying it to me about my team. It's just, I don't want to hear it. It's just like having a sibling and someone's talking trash on your sibling. Yeah, like I can, right. I can talk trash yeah. on my sibling. You yeah. can't. That's, right. that's not happening. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. And we know they're not going to always be down. Look what we went through. Look what we went through. We went through Andy Reid. I mean, we were just winning, winning. We just never made the big one. Then from there, Mr. Lori's like, well, let me just change it up. Get Chip Kelly in here. Oh, man, we, we doing a thing. Oh, my God. We like, whoa, like, look at our offense. Low and defense, like, wait a minute now. Slow that thing down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then after that, yeah. he said, I would never give that much power again to another general manager. I mean, to a coach. Never. So this is what we're seeing now. Yeah. We're seeing the aftermath, really, of Chip Kelly and what he did. And at the end of the day, Doug Peterson is no longer here. Foles no longer here. A lot of people is no longer here. Um, look at where we at today. We got a new whole coaching system, new whole coaching scheme, and we don't know who's going to be here, what player is going to be no here. No one knows. Yeah, no one However, knows. However, yep. you have to sit back and say, you know what, Mr. Lori, please don't let what Chip Kelly did yeah. affect your ability to really allow a good coach that has some authority and some say over who he want to bring on as his squad. Because when, you, when you're a manager – and you want to hire people, you want to hire people that got your back. Come yeah, on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll leave it right there, sir. Well, yeah. like, like Bill Parcells used to say, if I'm going to be doing the cooking, I want to buy the groceries. So the coach should I, – I understand that how he said that the, the new coach is not going to have anything to do with picking the talent. I, I think he should have some say in that. Exactly. Because that's yeah. that's that's what these coaches get paid to do. Exactly. And they know they can they can visualize and they can assess – what's good talent is to right. shut them off completely and just say, no, you're going to go to war with what I give you. I don't mm -hmm. agree with that. I think it should no. be a, a, a group effort to, right. uh, mm -hmm. to get the thing done and they can do it. I hate it to see uh, uh, Dorsey, John Dorsey. I hate it to see him. Uh, go, who did he go to the lions? Did he, yeah. I forget. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He went to another team. Yeah. I hated that. Cause the guy knows talent. He picks, he knows how to pick talent. I'm, I'm telling you, Chip Kelly, I'm telling you, Chip, Chip Kelly did this. They he, Chip Kelly messed up their minds. Think about it. He yeah. had all he had all he, that power. But surely he was a weasel. He was a weasel. I never I never but, cared for him. But, from but day think one. about it this way. Think about it this way. I I, I believe you guys are people of faith. Mm -hmm. uh, and Absolutely. so like so this to me I view it as like during the Chip Kelly years that was hell. But like that was the natural progression of what needed to happen to bring us to the point of winning the Super Bowl. Without Chip Kelly, he doesn't get fired. And if we don't have that open window uh, where we're looking for a coach at that particular yeah. time, we don't true. get Doug That's Peterson true. and we might yeah. not get that Super Bowl. Oh, I, I absolutely agree with that. But yeah. I'm talking about the mindset of now he they don't want to give no coach, you know, a say so. Yeah. Like what you mm -hmm. said, he don't yeah. he won't get the final say so of who he can pick for as his talent. Right. Like, come on, man. Yeah. I agree with you. I, I mean, would never do that again. Come on. Yeah, I feel like they have like a, you know, Nick, uh, hats off to Nick Sirianni, but I feel like yeah. it's the, the Fisher Price, my first head coaching gig. They, yeah. they had they have the control over him. They, they got the leash on him. Like, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to have the uh, leash on you for a little bit, the training wheels. Um, yeah. But I feel yeah. like, you know, Lurie has to be smarter and know that the Eagle fan base is smart. Smart, right. yeah, exactly. Right. We can yeah. see through this. We've been, we've been weathered. We've been beaten. We've been there, done that. Been there, mm -hmm. done that. We've yeah. seen this before. So you, you, you cannot like lie to us about right. our team because we're, we're so crazy. Yeah. 
right. uh, and, and attentive that uh, we just want to see the best foot forward. And we all know, you know, whether Doug is gone, who got blamed, whether uh, Jim Schwartz is gone now, yeah, uh, Carson Wentz might be out the door. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. the last person that you can hold blame to is Howie Roseman. Uh, who has final say. And if this yeah. all this all this had to happen to have the target on Howie Roseman, yep. that's what had to happen. So, yeah. and I, I agree with that. that I, I made that statement on radio on WIP. I said everything that Mr. Lori said, everybody is out the way. Same what you said, Gail. Everybody now, all eyes are on you, Howie. All yeah. eyes are on you. So either we want to rise up and you take the credit, we fall. Then what yeah. you want to do, Mr. Lori? You want to yep. send him away for another year, or you want to just get rid of him? What do you want to do? He's tearing up the team. Yeah, I mean we're the you only team that has a GM uh, rehab program. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. they brought in Dorsey. Uh, you know, could you give him uh, some spiritual advisement on what he's <laughs> doing? And then he's out the door, and you're like, "Are you serious?" Um, yeah. So Dorsey had his own issues, and Howie had his own, his own issues. If they form together like Voltron, and <laughs> And their mind and their matter have come together to help Howie. That's great in theory. But again, Howie's on the hot seat. That's where we want it to be. If he can't uh, figure out the draft, we got to get a new GM. And then it starts the whole whole other process. So we're going to sink or swim with Howie. That's what it amounts to sink or swim. But we we sink or swim with the Eagles our entire lives. Oh, yeah, really? Nothing so he's been getting rid of all those scapegoats, and now it's you know he's the he's got the light on uh-huh. him. His spotlight yep. is on him. Yep. So so going exactly. around going around the room here, if we talk about uh, some things that on our minds that uh, what the Eagles need to do to get back to the Super Bowl, um, we can start with uh, Chris. So I I've been saying it for a while. It, like as soon as they drafted Jalen Hurts, I said for better or worse. Um, it starts the uh, expiration date on Carson Wentz being an Eagle. Um, it didn't matter if you did support him, didn't support him. I felt like the Eagles saw Josh McCown with like a torn hamstring lose a home playoff game because Carson Wentz wasn't his fault because Jadavion Clowney, uh, it was a cheap shot, wasn't in that game. And I feel like that's the moment when they, they decided to move in a different direction. Um, I feel like I love Doug Peterson, but I feel like it was time. Uh, I felt like he kind of lost, like, almost like the love of the game. I mean, there was points in the game where, like, he was just doing illogical things. They weren't running the ball. It didn't seem like he cared much. The press conferences were lackluster. Uh, Not saying Nick Sirianni is the end-all, be-all solution, but I believe that him and his staff are going to be bringing in uh, a lot of skills to develop players, and they're going to be bringing in uh, different ideas from the college game, uh, Indianapolis and uh, and Los Angeles. I I think it's going to be a lot different. But the the key thing, you need to build a new foundation. You need to have a strong culture. You need to have a system in place that allows these guys to be successful on and off the field. Um, I think having guys like Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Zach Ertz, I don't think he's going to be here anymore, but like guys like that, they're glue guys. You need them in the locker room. I know that a youth movement's awesome. At the same time, you need vets because these guys are coming into the NFL, especially during COVID, and uh, they don't really know exactly the lay of the land. And like having guys like Malcolm Jenkins, Chris Long, uh, like and all of them uh, back 
back when we won, and Nick Foles, like back when we won the Super Bowl, that's huge. I mean, Chris Long, uh, he he's great in, in on his podcast. He talks all all the time about like what led them to win the Super Bowl, what was important, like how the differences between New England and the Eagles. I, I just feel like. The Eagles need to have an identity. I've been saying that ever since Frank Reich left. It just seems like on offense, they don't know what they're doing. On defense, it felt like they were playing catch-up for the mistakes that yep. uh, Car- Carson was making. And then the thing is, everyone was looking at the symptoms instead of the illness. I felt like we kept on putting Band-Aids on a concussion because everyone's yep. like, Carson's the problem, this guy's a problem, this guy's a problem. But it, at the same time, it's like, all the dominoes are falling, and the last one up is Howie Roseman because Carson's about to be gone. Ertz is about to be gone. Doug Peterson's gone. Andrew Berry's with the Browns. John Dorsey's with the Lions. Lewis Riddick, who despises Howie Roseman, left, and now he's on TV. Joe Douglas is on the Jets. So it really comes down to it's it's about to be the Jalen Hurts show, and that's Howie's last lifeline. For better or worse, it's either it's going to expose Howie that he's been the issue all along, he caught lightning with the Super Bowl and that Nick Sirianni and um, Jalen Hurts, hopefully they're given all the keys uh, to the kingdom to be successful next year and build a foundation going forward. Uh, we'll go with uh, – how about – we'll go with Barry next. Wow. Where, where do you start, really? When you when you look at the team, number one is is health. That's the number one thing. I never – the last two years, not just last year, the year before – we were decimated with injuries to, to not second string players, to our first string our players on both sides of the ball with injuries after injuries after injuries. Uh, and we're getting old. We got to face that. We're getting old. The offensive line's getting up there long in the tooth. This has to be addressed and it has to be addressed smart in the draft, maybe free agency, but mainly in the draft. And with that first pick, I hope they keep the number six pick or move up and draft an impact player, such as a wide receiver. How we could let Justin Jefferson go, how we could let Metcalf go, and all these other great wideouts go, and and we're sitting there with our sitting on our sitting on our hands. Uh, we got to do a got to do a much better job of drafting, and at key positions we're hurting big time. Uh, linebacker, we could we could use a stud linebacker. I like that Parsons out of uh, Penn State. Uh, our defensive backfields, uh, so-so. We, we need some help there. I need another running back to go with Miles Sanders. Need depth along the offensive line and the defensive line. And, again, we have to have some luck with the injuries. Uh, it seems like since my friend Dr. Dorsheimer and Dr. DeStefano and Dr. DeLuca – when the Eagles let them go right after the Super Bowl, they let them go. They were there for like 28 years. They let them go, went with another another unit. And since then, we can't stay stay healthy to save our soul. But that's the main thing. You got to stay healthy. And, and hopefully next year uh, it'll be different. Uh, everything will fall our way. We'll be a little lucky and 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 maybe be back. And we get to the playoffs, anything can happen. But uh but we, the main thing is we got to be much smarter with, with the choices that they make. Uh, some of them are you scratch your head on draft day. Who? Who did they just pick? Yeah. I, you know, come on. It, it doesn't take a rocket scientist, especially with – you don't get up there to like we're at number six this year. 
you don't get there that often unless you're a real bad team like Cleveland was. And finally, Cleveland with John Dorsey, they got it right, picking the right players. But we're not going to get up there. Hopefully, we're not going to get up this high again. You got to draft somebody that's going to make a difference right away, right on the jump. Right away is going to be a guy that's going to stand out, not some guy that's going to take three years to 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 uh, Marcus get Smith. into your system. Yeah, yeah, Marcus Smith. <laughs> That was another example. Yeah. Well, we, we could write a book on all the busted draft picks that we had. Brutal. But uh, I have faith. That's um, I have a strong faith. And, and God has a plan for everything. And I think God's going to shine down on the Philadelphia Eagles fans again soon. And we'll be back in the, we'll be back in the highlight once again. The hatchet uh, will be dancing again. I'll be busting the move, baby. <laughs> yes. How about Jimmy? Jimmy. Well, um, I think – this team obviously had a lot of holes this year. We talked about that. Um, and look, we got a new coaching staff. The biggest issue is Howie Roseman. We all know that. Um, he's still here, but now all eyes are on him. So if we're going to get any change, it needs to be in his department. We need to draft well. Uh, you've heard it from the last couple guys that said it. Look, uh, we talked about on one of the last shows during the season, draft capital. We need to add more. So how do you do that? You trade away guys like Ertz. Maybe Kelsey's gone. Maybe Wentz gets traded here. Um, yeah, there's possibility that this team isn't too far off. I know it's going to maybe take a couple years, but I've got some hope, man. And like these guys said, we've been through way worse as Eagles fans. Um, you know, so these, some of these younger people may not understand, but we've been through it. And uh, look, let's just ride for our team, whatever happens. Our only job as fans is to be fans. So let's be the best fans we can be and ride with our team. Uh, That's right. And, Sorry, uh, I, I was I was closing my my bathroom. Busted! <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just uh, came here and, sh and shot for the stars, and my, the Dallas Cowboy logo is in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> you guys come up here. I want you to do that first thing. Go oh, in and oh, twist oh, it. Count on. Count on. Consider it done. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Absolutely. Uh, how, about, how about Charlie? Well, for me, I want us to get back to trust. Trust in the locker room, trust in the building. When we started uh, talking about you hearing all these gossiping, you hearing all this stuff coming out the locker room, the Eagles um, players or anonymous sources, that right there, that's going to kill everything that you're trying to build. I don't care what it is you're trying to build. We talking about the draft, better drafting. We talking about better coaching. We talking about getting um, bringing on more veterans. I mean, veterans to help with the young. We all of that is good, but if there's no trust in the locker room, if there's no trust amongst the players, then it's all for nothing. We need to be able to trust. And who is that? Who does that go to? The up is upper management. Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Laurie. Come on, get back to where's where when Andy Reid something Andy Reid was doing where the guys was able to keep a lid and keep that trust thing going on. But now everybody is just running to the media. Everybody or, or they, um, what you call it? The, they, uh, Oh gosh, the talent, they, um, the ones that get them the, the money and all that stuff, them, the agents, um, the agents. 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 agents, or the agents is running their money. If somebody is saying something about you and you didn't say it, put a cap on it. <laughs> say you know, come and say something. Stop it. I, that's the part that I don't like. I don't like mess, and I hate to hear my team keep being in the news because of anonymous source from the Eagle locker room. 
That right there is killing everything. Yeah. Well, why yeah. is it killing it? Because upper management is doing stuff that's probably shady that the guys don't like. So we can talk about drafting right. We can talk about bringing on the right people. We can talk about all that. But if there's no trust at all, then you can forget about the football team coming together as a group of guys that say, you know what? I got your back no matter what. I got your back no matter what. And I think one of y'all said it earlier. Um, during the time when we was going to the Super in 2017, they went out together. They did things together, you know, off court, you know, to where I mean, off the field to where though, you know, they brought brought these, their trust together mm-hmm. as friends and Bond. not only as colleagues but as friends. So, to me, I would like to see them to have bring that trust together. And I know Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, and you know Corey Clement, and you know guys like that can assist with doing that, you know, and also Kelsey, you know, it's other guys that can do it too. But at the end of the day, if upper management don't see that, listen, there's a problem. And I think we're the cause of it. Look in the mirror, upper management, look in the mirror, let these guys see that they can trust you. If they can't trust you, then they're going to be gone. They're going to check out. And then that's where the hurt is coming from. That's where the injuries is coming from. All this, all of this is coming from, man. Man, I'm out of here. They checked out. And we don't want that. We need them guys to be on that field to play lights out every time they want to feel, even on the sidelines. Don't be checked out. Trust. To me, I want us to bring that trust back. Uh, now, now, Prime. Uh, pity packing off of what everybody said right now. I mean, like, look, it, it's all about we need to go into the season and dot our I's, cross our T's. We need to get it together. Um. I'm I'm not I'm not trying to get my hype level at Miss Shirley's level right now because I'm just going to <laughs> keep it plain, plain and simple. All right. Um, no matter what, it's a, I, I'm here to support my team, whatever they decide to go with going forward. I'm, 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 I'm with the Eagles all the way. Everybody yeah, knows yeah. that by now. Everybody knows where I stand with it. Um, but. Uh, yeah, we definitely have to start getting things in order. Uh, not hearing from players is kind of bothering. Uh, the, the, the divide that they're, that they're talking about that's in the locker rooms is bothering. Um, yeah. The organization not being able to make decisions is bothering. It's I'm, I'm running out of fingernails and I'm running out of skin on my fingers wondering what the hell is going to happen with this team. Um, so I'm just – trying to keep my patience at a at a decent level right now and it's kind of hard when we don't know nothing nothing at all uh there's i'm just tired of the rumors i'm tired of all the bs that's coming out these past couple weeks these past couple days i'm at the point where i don't even want to turn on my phone because i'm just tired of seeing it yeah but if anybody from the organization is watching this which i hope you are get your shit together (laughs) give us what we want and we want to have that 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 momentum that 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 hype going into this yeah. season give us something by not giving us nothing right now is what's really pissing me off all right so that that's that's where i stand with everything but you know um jimmy like jimmy said it, at the end of the day it's about showing support to the philadelphia eagles and that's never going to stop coming from me yeah nice a nice one nice one uh, well very well tim, tim? Yeah, well, I think um probably going to repeat a lot of stuff here, but I think one of the biggest things is that the team needs to kind of find and, and stick with an identity on both sides of the ball. 
because like in the 2017 season, you know, they had LeGarrette Blunt, they had Jay Ajayi, they had Corey Clement was going, they had a real pound the ball kind of attitude. Um, and then they would also kind of go off of that with their playing of uh, play action and a lot of passing uh, attacks was kind of based off of that harsh running game that they had. Um, I think they just need to find an identity. I think with the draft, the key is like he needs to hit on these draft picks because over years of him having his strength just be free agency and trades, eventually you just end up with a team that's a little older, a little injury prone, and a little bit more expensive. And I think that's one of the biggest problems coming the next year too is that the cap is just – we're in cap hell going into next year. And we need to be able to hit on these young guys so we can just keep people in-house – and kind of groom them and train them and develop them. And that's kind of like my last point It's we need to learn how to develop talent because we get these players. A lot of the players we draft, they're not complete busts. You see it, they go to other teams and they have success, Mm -hmm. but we just cannot. Yeah. Nelson Aguilar, Mm -hmm. you got uh, Sidney Jones and have a great year, but he had a couple of picks this year, you know, Um, we get these players and they're not great, but we don't develop them into being something that they could be. So I would like to see this coaching staff kind of show a little bit of development ability. That's the biggest thing, I think. I think the biggest thing I'm looking for from this team is a culture change, um, first and foremost, Um, whether it's with the team, but it also starts with the top. Um, Front office has to get their stuff together, whether it's drafting, uh, being held accountable. You want players to be held accountable. Let's hold uh, the guy who has final say accountable. Uh, moving forward, and then we'll 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 proceed to uh, work things out. I think you know at the end of the day, it's about talent. The guy who's picking the players that play on this field and on this team—that's the most important person for the Philadelphia Eagles right now. Exactly. They have they have to pick the right players in order to succeed. Yeah. So uh, culture change, uh, I think, in the locker room, guys trusting each other, like you said, Shirley. I have never heard so much. Uh, uh, you know, we, we we have sources here and there, but like I have never heard so much this yeah. year than any year. And yeah. that reflects everything that I've heard is yeah. what we saw this year. And I, I've heard from, uh, you know, one source saying that there was so much meddling going on from Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie that they have never seen that ever in his career. Um So that that little that meddling you talk about, you, that could be a reason why Doug Peterson. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want he doesn't want to be micromanaged. The players don't want to be micromanaged. They they want to have a feel like this is their team and this is their culture and they build it from within. So um drafting better, team culture, trust. And I think we get back to where we want to be. Didn't Doug mention when he left that he that he told somebody for one of the reporters that he was tired of having so many people in his ear, so yeah, many yeah, different yeah, people. Yeah. Yep. So I'm sure the, I, I heard something earlier in the year that a lot of it had to do with Zach Ertz when what they, the uh, contract they yeah, when they didn't up, yeah. uh, redo his contract and it filtered into the locker room and trickled down from there. I, I, I think that had a lot to do with it. The players were, you know, were, a lot of players were on Zach Ertz's side. Some they, they didn't care, but I think that had a lot to do with it. There's yeah. got to be what was the a couple of years ago it was one city one team yeah. one goal or something yep. that's yep. what it should be that's what it should be again I hope it comes to be uh, uh, we also need somebody as an offensive coordinator is going to know how to call plays I'm I'm no rocket scientist but I could have called plays a heck of a lot but this past year 
We had a decimated offensive line with three of the starters out. And we have Miles Sanders, who's averaging like six yards. I forget what game it was. It might have been the Cleveland Browns. Six yards a carry. And he stops running them and throws the ball 50 times. Come on. You got to be smarter than that. You got to be smart. Yeah. I just Barry wanted just to said about people, you know, having, you know, setting records for 13 different offensive lines. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw a comment earlier. Somebody said, you know, the injuries, that's it's huge. Obviously, the past few years, injuries, oh. well, we got rid of that strength and conditioning coach. So, um, yeah, we are trying to make changes there, too. So just wanted mm-hmm. to throw that in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just don't want us to really forget about Deuce, man. I know uh, we, none of us said yeah, anything about that. Hurt. No, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts. It hurts yeah. losing Deuce. It hurts I know. Deuce. I wish him much um, success. success yeah. You know, Absolutely. He, he will have success. He and will. I'm going to be following him. And um, I just. Yeah, he's going to do very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for him. And that was a hurt piece. Hell, was, hell of a guy. Yeah. Me and Gail oh, yeah. had the pleasure of meeting him at the Eagles Autism Challenge. He had a conversation with us. Hands yeah. down, a hell of a guy. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I wish him nothing but the best. I wish. They would have honestly maybe gave him the OC chance. Yeah, yeah at least. You know what I mean? At least yeah. that. Yeah, but, least you that. know, hey, it's a business. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, hands down, the man is great. I wish him nothing but the best. Yeah. And he is one of many of my, you know, favorite Eagle players. Yeah, I, I used to love watching that man play. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it really seems to me that uh, Deuce really had a control over, like, the, he was a players-type coach. The yeah. players really yeah, seemed yeah. like playing for him. He was yeah. a true leader, and that's really what brings me to what I think the Eagles need uh, to get back to the Super Bowl is that 10-letter word leadership. I think this past yeah. year that it was completely absent. Uh, we, there was nobody, there was no yeah. individual player that was stepping up in the locker room and all these Health rumors were swirling around. Yeah. They, there yeah. was nobody that stood up and just stomped on it and said, mm-hmm. you know, but forget about what all the out, outside noise that's going on right now. Exactly. You know, we're, we're focusing on the next game. There wasn't yeah. that going on. And yeah. then, as Shirley said, with the trust and how it seems right now that we have a front office that's literally conspiring against our own players to try and get them removed and ousted from the city. It's just... Mm-hmm. It's it's a bad bad look and mm. like okay. for for potential free agents that would want to be coming here like just looking at this from the outside in it's not a pretty sight right now and it's not exactly uh, intriguing offer at this moment and so mm. with all of that with the mistrust and with the lack of leadership and quite frankly the the overall age of our coaching staff is has been bothersome to me. I think we've got a lot of young, inexperienced guys, and there's not really going to be that vet presence even in our coaching staff. And that to me is concerning. Cause I, have I, know, sock, I have socks that are older than those guys. I know. I know. Yeah. That's, that's what I, Like our linebackers <laughs> coach, I'm a baby. He's, he's a few months older than I am. And so, uh, and so it's uh, to me, it just seems like something – I, I, I'm praying that the Eagles can surprise me, um, but it's it's not something that I, I'm I'm really you know feeling mm. confident about at this moment. It's an unknown. Hey, it, no, it, none of us know what yep. what, what we have here. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's going to take some time, and, that, and that's the part yeah. where you have to be patient and we have to show some faith again. Um, you know, Eagle fans were picking apart uh, the pressure. Some fans, I just wanted to listen to the ideas that Sirianni mm-hmm. brought to the table. The whole mindset of working to your players' strengths, um, you know, doing what they do best. Uh, that's something that we didn't do last year. Um, you know, 
it took us forever to roll out Carson Wentz where that's where he's most successful. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Run the football. I mean, where was a run pass option this year? Where were the RPO? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, jet sweeps when yeah. you have a guys yeah. like, uh, exactly. you know, Jalen Rager who uh, mm -hmm. play like uh, Tyreek Hill, but it's, 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 it's one of those things where you just got to have faith. Um, yeah. But if we're going to have faith in somebody, uh, could it be, Uncle Andy Reed in the Super Bowl. Uh, Uncle Andy, he's he's the, the family member yes, that sir. You, you feel like he, he's part of your family member. I don't I don't I don't know about you, but for me, Uncle Andy has always been oh, a guy yeah. who uh, yeah. I've always you know respected. He didn't get the, he didn't get it done here, but he got it done. Mm -hmm. in but he had us he had us in the playoffs almost every year. And for All for, the time. for an he old did. cat like me that was used to uh, used to three and thirteen and and yeah. four oh, and twelve. God. Uh, you know, I, you got to give you got to give the man his props, and I exactly. really feel bad about his boy. He, for, he went through with his other son that uh, yeah. uh, with the drug problem, and now yeah. with this this son, and and was it his grandchildren that were hurt in the yeah. in the car accident? Yeah, or or yeah. was it some? Yeah, one of them. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, one of them in critical. One of them. How can how yeah. and how can he possibly have his mind on coaching tomorrow? I'd love to see him get another one, but on the other hand, I'd love to see Shady McCoy with Tampa get a ring. I think he deserves oh. a ring. That's another one that should have never been shipped out of here. Yeah. Thank you, Crowley. If you want on this trip, I don't like you. Yeah. Screw the Buccaneers. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, they they beat us the last game at the vet, the first game at the link. I despise the Buccaneers and I despise That's right. Tom Brady. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I do not I want know. to see him to win. So no, I mean, if we're going around the room, Shirley, who who are you picking to win the Super Bowl this weekend? My home. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love that kid. Yeah. It's nothing about him. Um, I, I want to see him win. I, yes, I want to see him do it again. And of course, we, you know, we had too much history of him. But something with this young fella and how he, the guys rally around him and he take ownership, he take charge. And he, Jalen Hurts remind me a little bit of him. You know, when he got out there, his first game and stuff. Not that he was nervous or anything. I'm like, wow. But when I see this young man, when he went down and I started praying for him, I said, no, he got, he can't be hurt. He cannot be hurt. Please let this man be able to play. So he, hopefully they make it to the Super Bowl. And, you know, whoever, you know, make it, um, you know, he win. Now that I know he playing up against Tom Brady, Tom, go sit down. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, been, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> sit down, Tom. I'm yeah. tired. I'm, I'm, I'm of tired of his act. Hey, 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 Shirley, you want to whisper something in his ear? You're right next to it. Tom Brady, <laughs> let me tell you something, dude. Get down. Get out. You know what? You need to show that play with um, um, Brandon Graham. Strip that. Stripped him, and he just sat on his hands. Yep. Uh, yep. He just he <laughs> sat on his hands like a little kid in mm. kindergarten. He One knew he was Mommy, they took the ball from me, Mommy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. So we got, we got Shirley. We got one uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll go with uh, Prime. Who are you picking for the Super Bowl? I'm going. I'm going with Uncle Andy. Uncle Andy. I'm going oh. with Uncle Andy. All right, that's two. That's two for the Chiefs. Uh, Chris, what do you got? Oh, uh, you guys are gonna hate me. Uh, oh, I'm a, come on now. I, I just do not like Tom Brady, but I'm a huge Mike Evans fan. I've been rooting for that guy since college. After hearing a story about how his uh, dad got murdered when he was outside Man. playing basketball, and I'm just yeah. like, I I love Mike Evans, and I I'd really like to see that guy raise a trophy. I mean. 
seven straight seasons with a thousand yards and he was just like constantly losing. I mean, I, I hate that Tom Brady is the one to get them to the Super Bowl, but I'm I think it's gonna be a good game. 33-30 Bucks. No. Wow. Okay. Uh I got one for you. Uh put Chris in the bathroom. Absolutely. Uh, Chris in the bathroom. Barry, Barry, what do you got? I got to go with Andy. I, I, too, too many years he gave us uh, a lot of good football. They had a couple bad breaks. And here again, if if the front office would have been bringing in, they brought Terrell Owens in one year, and look what happened. They got to the Super Bowl. The next year yeah. it all imploded. But if you would have got Donovan some some real wide receivers, it would might have been a different story. But Andy Reid kept it all together. And for what he's been through in his life, and especially now, this latest thing with his boy and his grandkids, your heart has to go with Andy Reid. So, yeah, I'm going Kansas City. You want to score, I, I would say, like 34-27 maybe, 34-27. Kansas City. You telling me Todd Kingston and James Thrash aren't all pro? Oh, you know what? There's a shrine outside the locker room. The statues are out there now because they meant so much to us. Yeah. <laughs> so we we got we got three one here. Uh, Jimmy, who do you got winning the Super Bowl? Uh, well, I, look, Chris, you are going in the bathroom. I'm a Chris Godwin fan myself, so I I enjoy watching that receiving core. But once Tom Brady got there, tainted for me. I talk about my hatred for uh, the Buccaneers seeing them beat us in our last game at the Vet and then our first game at the Link. That has been a sour taste in my mouth forever. Uh, I just like them with a the passion. They're like the Saints to me. Um, but it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a real close game. Tom Brady is much of a cheater and much as we hate him. He's great. He's damn good. So yeah. it's going to be a battle. But Patrick Mahomes and Uncle Andy, man, just like Prime said, I'm rhyming with Unc. I, I love Andy Reid. Uh, sorry he's going through all this stuff. Hope everything works out for that child. Um, but look, uh, I, Big Red, go do it, man. He seems to be somebody that goes through adversity. He picks it up. So yeah. let's go. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And look, notice I didn't say Pat. This is mom off. Patrick, go out, beat some ass, and get yourself another Super Bowl. I'm going with 36-32. 4 1 here. 4 1, uh, Tim. Uh, keep, Tim, keeping it real. Yeah. I got I to gotta say, Chiefs. I um I just love I think Patrick Mahomes has just like such a pure love for the game. When I watch him play, it's just like it's it's incredible the way he just loves being out there with his teammates. You can just tell. And I think my prediction is because this has kind of been the trend with Patrick Mahomes, I think the Bucks are gonna go up like 10 or 12 kind of early, and then Patrick Mahomes is gonna come back and they're gonna win by 10. He just they I forget what the number is. He has some kind of unbelievable streak of like six or seven games in a row where they go down by double digits, they win. Yeah. So I think, I think Brady's going to get them up early and they're going to get all excited. And then Mahomes is just going to do his thing. Yeah. Okay. Look at that comeback last year that uh, Patrick yeah. Mahomes uh, did uh, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I say, I say 34 to 24, if I'm giving a score. Okay. okay. Evan. Uh, Chris, can I get a courtesy flush in the bathroom, please? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm uh, oh, there we go, put him in the bathroom. Uh, so yeah, listen, it, it, it comes from a place this isn't me wanting the Bucks to win, I want Andy to win another Super Bowl. I would love to see that yeah. happen. Uh, I just I've, I've watched Tom Brady play my entire life, I've learned to never ever bet against Tom Brady. And in this, what is it like, his 21st, he's been playing forever, he he threw 42 touchdowns this year 10 interceptions 4600 yards the man still got it 
Like he, he's, he's still got it. And he's got an electrifying wide receiving core. He's got a decent defense. I said, I think, I think Tommy's going to get it done. Always playing hearts and flowers for I, you. I, 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 Evan, you. You want to make out with the man? I mean, you're, Come you're just, on. Well, I, I'm, here. Not, I'm not his son, so I, I don't get the privilege. Oh. Oh. Would you want make it in front of him? Yeah, I would not. <laughs> so, so let me ask you, Evan. So how did you feel about – um, Brady, when he played against Austin, now some you you showed me so, something. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. No, so no. when I grew up, um, we we ended up getting a dog right after the Eagles lost the Super Bowl to the Patriots, and my mom, not a big football gal, uh, she wanted to name the dog Brady. I was like, oh, Hell, put her, no, hey, put she, her in the bathroom. I know. She, it, it was no relation to Tom Brady or anything like that. She just liked the name Brady. I was like, that's not happening. I grew up hating Tom Brady my entire life. But if I can be completely real. Once we won that Super Bowl and we overcame him, it was like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. I, I like it's not like I sit here and I, I I go out of my way to hate Tom Brady all the time anymore. It's like we beat you. I don't care. Go go do your thing, man. That, that's kind of where I stand with it. Okay, I just I like wanted that. to know because you said every year you yeah. root for Tom Brady, and I'm no, like, no, 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 no. Right, right. right. No, that's not at all what I meant to say. That's what I'm talking about. Everybody's going to the bathroom now. Man, yeah, what happened to the year when we was playing? I'm no, like, no, 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 no. That's that's not the case. I am not You're right though, Evan. 13 years we lived with that weight on our shoulders, so it was yeah. so beautiful to beat his ass, man. It oh, was nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Uncle Andy. Uh, I, I feel like his offense is dynamic. I feel like as a football fan, pure football fan, watching like the old versus like the new, like the next. Patrick Mahomes is that guy, and uh, watching him play, you know the things that he does: off arm, uh, off balance throws, no look passes. I mean, he's on another level. That that's what that's what elite looks like, and that mm-hmm. that's what look that's what fun uh, looks like. Those guys are having mm-hmm. lots of fun. Yeah. And overall, I think Andy Reid does a great job of finding talent, uh, whether it's finding players who are rough around the edges, but bringing them together as a team. I like what Andy Reid does, um, putting together a unit that they play as one. And I think with Patrick Mahomes uh, at quarterback, this could go on for a couple of years. Yeah, um, for sure. But uh, but again, like I'm not I'm not rooting for Tom Brady. I'm just he he show me what greatness is. Uh, but for the mm-hmm. Eagles, yeah. if you want to be the best, you got to yeah. be the best. And yeah. we beat Tom Brady. That makes it even better. Um, Even sweeter, huh? So I, I'm going. With, I'm going with uh, Casey. Um, and I was talking with my boy. He's he's a diehard Patriot fan. I said, uh, I said, who's going to win the Super Bowl? He's like, oh, uh, Patriots uh, South. I'm like, what? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I know what? a Pats fan who suddenly is all of a sudden all about the Bucks. Oh yeah, yeah Patriots. Just because you got Brady and Gronk, you ain't riding. That's not your team. You bandwagon turn. I, I saw the exactly. I'm a Patriots fan, and she's rooting for Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, she's all of a sudden. A Bucks fan. Come on, stop. I, I I saw this morning that some cat laid over three million dollars for the for Tampa Bay to win. Did you see that? It was on social uh, media. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, over three million dollars. I'm going. To, I, I, I'm not going to feel bad when he loses all that money. That person has too much money. No. Yeah, it's <laughs> way too much money. Absolutely. You, you laugh at New some of the starving people. <laughs> <laughs> you you laugh at New England <laughs> South, but we have uh, slowly become Indianapolis East. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, it's, yeah, wrong, Good point. Wrong. The Cheagles. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> hey, I like it, man. People don't like the young coaching staff and stuff. I'm excited for the unknown, just like we were excited for the like unknown it. with Jalen Hurts. Hey, they might have great ideas. Who knows? We got to yeah, give them a exactly. chance. Got to give them a chance. Absolutely do. Yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited about just, the young coaching staff. Just give me just just give me something to root for. That's all. I'm waiting. Yeah. I'll tell you one one good thing they did was keeping Jeff Stoutland as the offensive line coach. The, that guy is is 100%. good. He knows what he's yep. doing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But oh, yeah. I also Absolutely. believe in the guys. I also believe in the guys because at the end of the day, if I don't care who they bring in as my manager, coach, whatever, if I know I'm playing maybe for another season or another team, I'm gonna play my butt off. You know, I'm going to play my butt off. So when I'm on that field with my numbers called and my play is called, I'm going out there and I'm playing to if that's my last play, I am playing. So I don't care who's the coach, who's the quarterback. It doesn't matter. So get me on that field. Call my number. You know how many guys' numbers that don't get called? So yeah, right. get called, yeah. I think their number's going to get called now. I want to see Corey Clement rise up. I want to see his numbers go up even more. Look what yeah. he did for us in the Super Bowl. Come Corey's, on, Corey's a good person. I mean, we do need a running back coach. I mean, Shirley, exactly. yeah. Shirley, Shirley Dawkins over here. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Can, can she's we? She's got me ready to run through a brick wall. She'll be able to I get mean, these guys to do it too. Hey. I think. I heard <laughs> Brian, Brian Westbrook was uh, offered him the other day. He put it out there that he would uh, gladly would love to be the running backs coach for the Eagles. Hey, why not? I'd be about yeah. that. Sure, yeah, I would. Yeah. I would love that. He's one of my favorite players too. He's been a little spicy in the media lately. He, he yeah, he tells yeah. it like it is, and yeah, maybe he, yeah. he could tell the players like it is. I mean, I. Yeah. I'd be a, I'd be all for it. Um, yeah. But yeah. before we get out of here, um, last word on the birds. Um, we'll start with the uh, start with Prime. Yeah, like I said, man, just uh, give me something to start uh, rooting for. Uh, get me, get me back on the level where you know I was accustomed to being on. Um, not hearing nothing, not seeing anything is, you know, is just is dragging too long. So uh, I'm ready to go into the draft. I hope some good decisions are to make. Uh, Nick Sirianni, you got all my blessings, man. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're the leader of my team now. So just go in there and do your thing. You know what I mean? Who gives a shit about what everybody else thinks about, you know, your first day impression? Um, you know, me speaking truth about that, that's not the easiest shit. Uh, but, you know, that that doesn't make you a break. You know what I mean? It's about right. how, you know, what you're going to do with our team, the, the game plan you're going to put together to go ahead and bring us back on the top. Um, that's all I'm looking forward to. So please just uh, – you know, let's get this thing rolling. You know what I mean? If we're going to make a decision, make the goddamn decision. If we're not going to make the decision, then let's go with that, out there and put this team together and get us back to the Super Bowl so we can have something else to talk about. So I can add a second trophy to this trophy that's sitting here next to me so Evan can get another tattoo. Well, you know what I mean? Just give us something. Give, give us a reason. That's all I'm asking for. Tim, last word on the birds. Yeah, I mean, I think um... – I'm personally pretty excited about the young coaching staff. I think they're going to bring in some uh, some interesting ideas. I think they're going to bring in some of that. Like, I mean, you look at like Sean McVay. I know they didn't have the best year the past couple of years, but I think just bring bring in kind of a a young mentality and bringing in some of those new plays, some of those uh, like I, I don't know, that's good to an X's and O's, but like those crossing patterns and stuff like that. Like, I, I just love that stuff. But um, I. Give like like Prime says, give us something to cheer for. Give us something to be excited about. Draft someone good. You know, show us that you're going to develop these players that we have now, and maybe develop some younger guys too. Just mm-hmm. you know, give us something good and go birds. <laughs> go birds. Surely, last word on the birds. 
Yeah, I, I, I echo what y'all saying. And at the end of the day, it is about the birds. It's about the Philadelphia Eagles and that logo. So all every time we give crap to the the management, at the end of the day, know that, Mr. Lori, how we, y'all know how much we love the team. Y'all already know that. So what we're saying to you all, don't, don't try to, like, go out there and do stuff and, like, y'all hide things from us because we smell it all the time, and we're going to call you to it. We're going to hold you to it, and you should expect that from us because we expect nothing better but for us to be rising up one team, one, team, one city together all day long. So when you go out there to draft, when you go out there to bring in other quarterbacks, I mean, coordinators, let's do that with some pride. Come on now. We the Philadelphia Eagles, man. Come on. We are the team that we are been we've been in the media since the since the regular season. We are still being talked about. Look at that. If people didn't care about us, they wouldn't say nothing else about us. But we care. We let you know how much we love this team and we need you all to show us how much y'all love us. As we want to stand tall for our Philadelphia Eagles, we need y'all to stand tall for us. So it's back on y'all to do what y'all supposed to do. When the draft come up, make us proud, man. Come on, let's go. She got me. She got me hyped. Thank thank God Barry's following her because I wouldn't be able to. (laughs) That's why why I call Shirley the first lady of Eagles Nation. I gave her that handle. I I, I love you. Shirley, when you come up here, when you bring your family up here, when the locker room opens up next year, that's going to be a party, I promise you. We will have a a party to remember. You better believe it. (laughs) I can't wait. You want you want to know what I think? What what uh, what the deal is? My last thought. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I I really think, like I said earlier, the draft is key. You, you got to know what you're doing. You got to make the wise decisions. And and I know Howie Roseman isn't doing this by himself. He has a bunch of guys there. I don't know him personally, uh, but I know he has a group of guys that are advising him. Howie, if somebody advises you to take a player. And then the other three or four or five guys say the same thing. Don't go with your gut instinct. Listen to the guys that are around you. That's what you're paying. That's what Mr. Lurie, Mr. Smolensky, and you, Howie, are paying these guys. You're paying them the big money. So let them give you advice and listen to the advice. Don't just say, oh, yeah, <laughs> okay, I'm going to take the kicker at, uh, the, from Vanderbilt. That's what I'm taking. With this. Uh, I think she's going to be great. Give me a break. Come on. Get real. Eagles fans, there's no, like I said, there's no better fans than Eagles fans. We bleed green 365 days a year. We have pride. We love our team. Just show some of the same pride and and be smart about it and bring the players in here that are going to get us to the promised land. The last guy that got us a Super Bowl win was Nick Foles, first name of Nick. Our new coach, Nick Sariani, is that Name Nick. He's yes. gonna you got to believe. You got to believe. I believe. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. <laughs> it'll be, like it'll it. be good. Everything, awesome. Everything's going to be all right. Keep the faith. Yeah. Now, how about Evan? So, um, I mean, hold on. Let me get me up first. Um, personally, uh, you know, th- this offseason has not been – uh, ideal. Uh, there's been so many question marks that have come from it. There's been so much speculation that just circling around this team. It's it's not where we want to be right now. But I just want to say, I, I 
am giving all the luck to the Eagles. I hope that these young coaches can figure it out. I hope that they instill some confidence in me. But I, what I really want to take this time to do is just thank you, Shirley and Barry, for bringing this to us, man. Like th- this movie was awesome. This yes. experience, having you yes. guys on and just being able to talk about uh, the great times that we had as Eagles fans, it, it was really a fantastic time. Oh, yeah. I just want to thank you guys so much for coming on. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, we definitely got to make a we definitely got to make a day to hang out with both of these. No, when Shirley comes up, we'll have a Fourth and John party along oh, with Shirley, man. and oh, love it. it'll yeah. be something. Can I just say something again? I want to thank everybody that. That saw the movie, that bought the DVD, that that got it on Amazon and Apple TV, and that, for all the nice things that they said. And and a lot of people ask me, Barry, what was your favorite part of Super Bowl Sunday in that movie? And I gotta say, out of all the neat stuff that happened that day, a Pennsylvania Senator proclaimed it Barry the Hatchet Bagnoni Day, gave me a nice. proclamation. Nice. And, and nice. so many, so many neat things. Nice. Of course, the, the win. The legend. He's but, the legend. No, no, no legend. Just an Eagles nut job. No, no. You're legend in this part, Barry. <laughs> no, God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. You're but, a legend. My most favorite, my most favorite thing in the movie, maybe next year, is when a bunch of my friends were were giving speeches about what I meant to them and my my lovely wife Dawn, what we meant to them, and being here in the locker room, what it meant. But I I know you saw it when my our oldest grandson Griffin. When he got up there and gave the speech, and at the closing of his speech, when he said, Pop, Tom Brady might be the MVP of the league, but you're my MVP, most valuable Pop. I lost it. it. I cried like a baby, and that forever, forever will be in my heart because my family and my friends, that's what it's all about with me. To me, that's worth all the money in the world. I don't care. As long as I can be with my family and my friends on game day, nothing better than that. And and I want to thank you guys for – Thank you so much for having me on. It's, and it's always a pleasure. Open to invitation. Anytime you guys want to come on. Oh, yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. And thank before you. we head out, I just wanted to say, like, thank you again. I'm going to reiterate what uh, Evan said. Um, you guys exemplify what a real Eagles fans are. You, you talk about, you know, seeing, you know, the eye. You know, you know it in the eyes. You know the crazy when you see it. Uh, <laughs> so I appreciate it. Uh, and that's really what about uh, what Fourth and John is about, like a lot of crazy Eagle fans, diehards. We're not just the guys that you need know, to read article, you look for headlines. Like we like live this. This mm-hmm. is like a twenty four seven thing for us. Yes. Um, I need to talk about this every day. This is just me. Sometimes yeah. I sometimes I hate that I'm this. Like, <laughs> I cannot be. I love about, it. I love it. About, <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you're like. I, I spend 70 hours a week on this. Why do I, like, I can't, I can't stop. I love it. It's in your blood. It's in your blood. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, it's just a, it's a great feeling meeting great fans like you guys. Uh, but before we get out of here, uh, I definitely want to play that trailer. Yeah. Um, I just want to say one more, one thing before we leave. I want to thank you all too. And, and everybody from Waveling Productions, Kyle Thrash and the, the, the the fact that he had a dream and the fact that he went with his gut to, to just start shooting Eagle fans just all yeah. over and never knew what the Lord had in store for him. So I want to thank him and, and everybody, you know, from there. Um, and also, I want to invite you all. I've been waiting. To, I have a website and I have, um, I have a um, show called A Dash of Shirley and it's a dash of Shirley dot com. And. I haven't been able to start it back up yet because um, I had death in my family. And so it's just been a lot going on, but I'm reaching out to y'all and telling you all now, 
I definitely want to have you all on my show. Um, okay. If you, if you go to my website, you can already see some stuff that I had when I was doing my own podcast and stuff. But now I'm getting ready to like start probably getting back there, maybe March. So I just want to say thank you to everybody. And I love you all and all y'all in my prayers for your families and your friends. Just remember, if you haven't spoken to anyone in a long time, reach out to them today. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's so, true. Thank you. I yep. wanted to say that with you. Love Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Shirley. Thank you. Thank you, Shirley. Love you, girl. And uh, with that being said, um, here is the trailer. Available on Amazon. perception of the Philadelphia sports fan is that they are lunatics. Animalistic freaks that have a jail inside their stadium. Philadelphia is a blue collar city. It's a union city. It's a rough and tumble city. The only thing they've cared about since 1776 is the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles Nation, baby. Being raised up in North Philly, you gotta be hard. Whatever we do, we have to work at it 10 times hard. Ladies and gentlemen, the soul of the Eagle fan base, Eagle Charlotte. I love my team. I ride or die for them. But they got the one to do the same thing for us. They got the one to do the same thing for the fans. I feel your frustration. 60 years in a slump. Carson Wentz threw two touchdowns. The Eagles beat Washington. They don't win the game. Absolutely. Run the mother ball. They run it. Wentz, he's gonna run. Wentz is out for the season with a torn ACL. Eagles Super Bowl dreams ride on their backup quarterback. Nick Foles is now taking the lead. They lose one player, and now all of a sudden they lay down and die. And my team, this will happen soon. Every year, I believe. The championship in this town is the holy grail. If I would have to go, I would want it to be during a game. Did you ever doubt Rocky? Ready! We're the city of underdogs. Ready!